1: It's the South Florida Morning Show with Jennifer Ross and Bill Adams on News Talk 850 WFTL.
2: No, 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 no. But if I could make some general observations, which I think are more edifying than just like savaging Mike Pence. um, I I think.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I love his laugh.
1: He was sounds like a little fire. girl. You're right. That, that thing at the Palm Beach County Convention oh. Center never would have been as big without Tucker because he made it. He turned the thing up. And, and it. a lot of lives were changed as far as, like, the future of who's going to be running. He ended f- several campaigns.
0: Uh, yeah, well, Mike Pence being the, the first one that oh, would probably he's done. be over. Yeah. He, he's absolutely it's done. Like,
1: okay. Yes. I, I, think, uh, I think Nikki Haley's pretty much done. I think Tim Scott, sadly, is pretty much done. Was
0: Nikki Haley there?
1: Uh, yeah, she was there. Boy, she's, early I think
0: day one. She has been such a non-impactful candidate. No, I'm not ragging on her because she's Nikki Haley and the only woman. But I'd say the same thing about Mike Pence or Asa Hutchins or who's the guy from South Dakota? I can remember his name. Doug somebody. Doug Burgum. Him.
1: Uh, Trump loves Nikki Haley though, and I don't get. I never understood that. He better not pick her as the running mate. He may. He better not. Speaking of Trump, he had his time on there too.
3: The election
2: will decide whether your generation inherits a fascist country or a free country, whether you will have a rule of tyrants or the rule of law, whether Marxist radicals burn our civilization to the ground, which they're looking to do, or young patriots like you propel America to glorious new heights greater than ever before.
0: He was good, it was good Trump. No. Yeah, he's good in front of a live crowd, especially a, a vibrant live crowd. And these are all young kids. So, it, good for him. He's, yeah, I, was, I was shocked DeSantis was the, really the only one who wasn't
1: there. Yeah. You think that hurt him? Uh, didn't help. I not say that much. And what do you think that particular crowd he was talking to, what do you think they think about Fox's new changes, huh? Uh-oh. Despite promoting the lineup over and over oh. and over again. What do they think?
2: This particular uh, network, Fox. But...
1: <laughs> wow yeah that's uh holy cow that's not going well
0: things have changed you might have thought they mentioned cnn no seriously wow yeah that's that kind of i mean they haven't broken
1: out in a fox sucks chant like they did with (laughs) cnn but they're they're
0: not that far away boy they're really pushing that new lineup though aren't they oh they know they're in trouble if you go to their website every time you go to their website the landing page gets taken over by that video (laughs) of the four of them walking towards you here's our new lineup starting tonight And they kick it off with Laura Ingram, which we both had such a wonderful – I think all three of us had such a wonderful experience with that woman.
1: Well, I would like to say I had an experience with that woman, but she didn't have anything to do with us. (laughs) I had an experience with her producer who literally (laughs) – our studio door was open, and she literally looked in, and she went, oh, <laughs> like she literally made a disgusted sound when she I, looked at us. I was like, "Okay, great." Wow, what a nice person! And I had a nice to go crew with, they got over and,
0: there. And the killer is they took over our studio to do the show live one day. Yeah, and I went. I had to go back in the studio because my computer was in there. Oh my God! You might have thought I walked into the Oval Office. You can't come in here. I was like, "Okay, stop." Sorry, you are in our studio. We're being nice to let you use it.
1: Oh, yeah. We had a it's couple like, of, wow. our, of our staff people you know, just come by, and they wanted to meet Laura and just say hi or whatever. And she, she's in there. She goes, who are these people? And it was the market manager. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I was like the, the chief boss of the stations. I was Jeez. like, that was probably not the thing
1: to do. But so she kicks things off. <laughs> that's neither here nor there. So true. Let's talk about something hopeful. Yeah, well. Wouldn't we, that be hopeful? We have no hope of winning, but you can always talk about it. Yeah, 900 million right now, but I th- we think it's a billion already. I think it is,
0: too, and they're just holding back. They're sandbagging. You know, it's kind of like those telethons. They say, oh, our goal is $12 million, and they got a $10 million check sitting in the back. Uh, I think the Powerball is probably going to be a billion, at least by tonight. So it's $900 million as it stands right now. I mean, it's just jump change compared to a billion. Or tomorrow night, Mega Millions. That thing keeps on going up, too, at 640. Ah, yeah. nobody cares about that. <laughs> and it, was, it was funny because I was in Publix late on Saturday night. Boy, I went to go get something to eat. They, I didn't realize they take the food away so early, but there was no food. So they, you know, and that take when take the you, food away. Yeah, like when you get sandwiches and stuff. Yeah. You can't get sandwiches like late at night because there's nothing there. They close up the shop early, at least in mine. I don't know what time the public closes. I thought it closed at ten. I was there at like ten to nine. You couldn't find anything. Oh, like, I know.
1: That was you know. They started closing ours early too. Yeah.
0: So I, I went in and I went to go buy tickets, and there was like nobody there. And I looked at the girl. I said, "Anybody buy tickets?" She goes, "Yeah." She goes, "We saw a little rush earlier." But it wasn't like it usually is.
1: Why isn't anybody here? Ma'am, it's 11 o'clock. <laughs> We're trying to sweep the floors.
0: I had to go buy chicken noodle soup. <laughs>
1: oh. Here's a weird uh, little stat for you about that uh, writers and actors strike. Yes. This is the first Monday in over six decades wow. <laughs> that members of the Actors Union and the Writers Guild of America are on strike at the same time. Yeah, that's not good. The sag a walkout took effect Thursday, obviously as they both uh, kind of joined together, as they, they they have to work together. The writers depend on the, the actors, and the actors depend on the writers, but I don't think this is going to end anytime soon because they're both digging in. Here's Remember Barry Diller? Remember the studio oh, God, executive yeah, Barry he was, Diller? He was around for a long time. He was on CBS's, what's their stupid Sunday show, Depress the Nation, oh, yeah. or whatever the hell Face they call the it, nation. is yeah. what he said.
3: If, in fact, it doesn't get settled until Christmas or so, then next year... There's not going to be many programs for anybody to watch.
0: By Christmas? Wow.
2: By <laughs> like Christmas, jeez.
0: Well, put it this way. What? They've what? already stopped production on Deadpool 3, oh, Mission Impossible Part 2, this dead reckoning, Gladiator 2, Mandy Moore and her This Is Us co-stars, all gone. No one's, no one's doing anything. Mm. So it's, it's like whatever's on TV right now, enjoy because the rest is not coming. They've
1: shut it down completely. Well, give us a nice chance to catch up on stuff that you know we missed out on. I,
0: I would highly suggest, and I, I keep on, t- mm-hmm. your your wife and your kids would love it. it. It's really more of a chick thing, I think. The Lincoln lawyer. Great is that's phenomenal that's awesome
1: Jen thanks no it's I it, don't have enough chick things on the TV yeah no, we need
0: more it's 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 very well done you oh. would like it.
1: it it's, is it about Abe Lincoln no is it about his lawyer no it's about Abe a- I think <laughs> you should run for president Four score <laughs>
0: remember the Lincoln lawyer the movie it was Matthew McConaughey I never saw he it. he worked out of his car that's the whole point he works out of his Lincoln is he a bum? No, it's not a bum at all. Oh, and, the Lincoln and, lawyer. Yeah, Lincoln, 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 oh, the I car. thought we
1: were talking Abe
0: Lincoln. No, no, oh, no, stop. <laughs> it's, it's really good. Anyway, part one just started, and, and part two comes out in a couple of weeks. I didn't realize they were going to do the second season in two parts. They got me.
1: There can be a solution to the writer strike and actor strike, says Barry Diller. Here's what he says.
3: Both the executives and the most paid actors should take a 25% pay cut and narrow the difference between those who get highly paid and those that don't.
0: Okay, get the rock on the phone right now. Yeah. Tell him to give up uh, 25% of his salary. And yeah. that's why Barry Diller isn't a pretty
1: <laughs> studio head anymore. They're not sure. no one's going to take a cut. Well, or
0: you could do what Disney did. They're doing The Haunted Mansion, you know the movie, and they couldn't have the the stars, so they dressed up, they had all the characters show up. Mickey and Minnie and Cruella, everybody they could possibly find show up to walk the red carpet. That's pretty good. Mascots. You know what? It
1: worked for them. Hello. Comes the studio stars. Barbie should do that. They should promote the movie. They should have mascots. of. You should have like a plastic lady come out. (laughs) (laughs) That would work. Looking like Barbie. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Nasty weather throughout the entire country over the weekend screwed up flights for a lot of people. We'll talk about how many delays were happening. We got that. Some more highlights, too, from uh, the Turning Point Conference of West Palm. All of it coming up next, the South Florida Morning Show. Keep it
2: here. Impoverishing people. Starting totally counterproductive wars we can't win that kill a lot of our citizens. Leaving the border open so 7 million people can walk across. Those are not small things. That's like, it's not all like forgetting to fold your napkin correctly at Thanksgiving. Those are like actually kind of world historic crimes. Never punished. What are the crimes that are punished? Thought crimes. Thinking the wrong thing. Having the wrong beliefs. Saying unapproved
1: words. More highlights from Tucker in wow. the Turning Point Conference at West Palm over the weekend at the Palm Beach County Convention Center. He, he was the highlight of the entire thing. Not only his speech, he got a great reception, but also his sit down one-on-one with I think almost every one of the candidates except Trump
0: why didn't we well yeah trump just got up and spoke yeah uh which you know he is the front runner so i guess he didn't need to be interviewed by tucker but he also ended tucker that is the career or the political career of many of these gentlemen i did not see the nikki haley interview i did she sit down with tucker there was very little of it.
1: I think she was just there early, if there at all. I don't know. I, I, I think she did. I don't know. She wasn't even one of the highlights. But, I, but the Pence thing, whoa. you're right. It might not be just campaign ender. That might be a career ender. That was so bad for him.
0: Bad. Yeah. And I don't think he meant to say what he said. Right. He was trying. It, 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 I think he, real, he realized he said it after the fact. I think he thought he said, oh, America comes first when he, it came across just the opposite. Like, he was more interested in the Ukrainian war and us fighting than he was for what's taking place at home.
1: Yeah, he got he misspoke, and then he got edited out a little bit. But either way, it was just a bad look. It was He's terrible.
0: Well, I, I don't think he—was he even a viable contender? Let's
1: no. Let's be honest. No, but it's like, I don't know what you run for after this. I don't know what he does. And he goes back a book. to radio. Yeah, He writes a book. Who the heck knows? Mike Pence, weekends on 850 <laughs> WFTL. He could be taken over. One never knows. It's the Mike Pence Power Hour.
0: Okay, and where's and why is Chris Christie running? No idea. That, that beached person. No uh, idea. Does he
1: have a new book? I know he, he wants a job in the administration. That's not going to happen. Not going to happen
0: after he's trashed Trump the way he's trashed, tr- trashed Trump.
1: And who would? Who would? nominate him for anything. Who would hire him for anything? DeSantis wouldn't. He's no. right through him. No.
0: It's, he's, he's not an, you know what, I think the the era of trashing everybody with the exception of Trump and he seems to be trying to be a little bit nicer. Uh, it doesn't work anymore. People are tired of negative po- politicians. Stop saying bad things about everybody else and why don't you highlight your good? Although Mike Pence did try that. and He's just so uh, milk toast. He's, he's, I don't think so. I don't think he's got a shot. Him and, who was the other one? Asa Hutchinson?
1: Oh, this is a beauty. He tried, he tried to pull a fast one on Tucker. Well, how many of you have? This is a fail.
2: How many COVID shots did you take and how do you feel about it now in retrospect? How many COVID shots did you take? Zero. <laughs> thanks Oops. miss
1: thanks uh governor hutchinson uh stage doors over here you'll find yourself on to okeechobee boulevard and, just, <laughs> and maybe you can apply at hooters for a job on the way to the
0: airport <laughs> yeah holy cow that shut him down really quickly
1: <laughs> and he tried to turn it on tucker and he was ready for it
0: none <laughs> i'm surprised fox kept him because he didn't have a vaccine to be honest with you yeah. As an organization, they didn't demand all their talk show people get, and their TV hosts get shots.
1: Speaking of uh, airports, all kinds of flights delayed over the weekend, especially on Sunday. Bad Northeast weather, but uh, the Midwest had it tough, too. So, I mean, just screwed up all throughout the country. This, this one actually was weather. Yeah, 1,700 were canceled. Uh, mostly stops at Kennedy and LaGuardia
0: and Newark Airport. 9,400 were delayed. Uh, so today's catch-up day. Uh, and whether or not the weather's gonna be a factor again, one never knows. because even it was it was funny because one of the airlines they didn't mention that had serious problems was United, or as last time during the the long weekend, July fourth, they uh, that long week, it was United Airlines that had all the problems. So I guess they figured out their 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 staffing issues at United.
1: I guess so. I don't know. It's just more it was it was just tough. Uh, they had tornado warnings throughout throughout all of New England. Isn't that amazing? I don't I don't think I've ever heard that happen.
0: I don't ever remember. And I spent, I mean, most of my life in Rhode Island, I don't ever sure. remember there being a tornado anywhere. Ever. And, I mean, we had some crappy weather, without a doubt, but never tornadoes. Look at Chicago. O'Hare was shut down because there's uh, more again this weekend because of tornadoes.
1: That's the second time. Did you see some of those pictures of that thing? O'Hare had, they had to take everybody into a central terminal area. It was packed because of that ominous-looking death cloud that was Wasn't coming. Wasn't it horrible? That it was it's,
0: unreal. Wow! It was like, oh my god! It looked like something out of a movie. It did. I thought it was Independence Day. It was like one of the oh, ships moving. It did. In. It looked like, like it was oh landing. Oh my god!
1: It's gonna, t- it's gonna devour Chicago. And then at the box office, everybody knew how much it was gonna make. And including Tom Cruise. Now they had to stop production on Mission Impossible part two of this movie. Wow. But the first one was released and it's kicking butt at the box office. Yeah, but you know what? The first thing they said was, well, it didn't meet expectations. Okay, it was supposed to make
0: $90 million. They said it made like $80 million.
1: <laughs> Oh, wow. I think it'll be okay. I I think so. You said, it, a friend of yours saw it? A friend of mine saw it and he said, you have to see this. It's awesome. Okay, did you ask him if that
0: scene where he jumps off the cliff is the opening scene? I forgot. Jeez. I gotta send you home with post-it notes or
2: something. Here's your instructions.
0: Ask this. And ask your wife this. You always forget. It's yeah. like, okay. Because
4: that whole thing. Did you go see it? No, but I do oh. have something. Hey, guys. Hey, hey Dean. I have something to add on the movie front. Jen, your Indiana Jones movie. Yeah. My sister saw it. Mm-hmm. She said it was great. Okay, so I have I issues you with you. your sister. Yeah. Okay, me and
0: the rest of the world. I'm because going Indi- with Sister
4: Diener, I'm sorry. Indiana
0: Jones is out of the top five. They're already well, talking about streaming it well, in three weeks. And that in itself doesn't mean it's speaks bad. In volumes. No. I didn't say it was horrible, I just said it wasn't great. You came in and
4: said this movie sucked. <laughs> no, I did
0: not. I told you I to think wait. the term waste of film was used. Yes, I, I, no, I said it was a B. Wait till it hits the streaming All services. Right. It's cute in parts, but I also told you, Indiana Jones was not the star of that film. They make that chick, who's great, by the way, in the film, she's the star, Mm because they want her to be the next Indiana Jones. I still got to see it. Wait till it streams. It's going to be there probably next week. I got news for you. It's probably
1: the best one. It's better than the original. (laughs) What? (laughs) (laughs) That's going to happen. You didn't like Frozen. Let's keep that in mind. Oh, I slept through Frozen. It was 7
0: o'clock in the morning, don't, for God's sakes. You don't
1: watch Bluey. Uh, Jen, yeah. you can't be trusted when it comes to these reviews. <laughs> it's a red flag. It's a red flag. Okay, yeah.
0: Me and the rest of America.
1: Okay, I'm just saying. All right.
0: Just saying.
1: We got rapid done with you too. (laughs) We got rapid, and it's only Monday. We got rapid fire coming up for the first time this week. Coming up next, we'll go around with some uh, news you should know. Next, the South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here.
4: Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film.
2: If only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news?
1: for Jen and Bill's Rapid Fire on News Talk 850 WFTL. Time to catch up. All the stuff that happened over the weekend. A lot of it happened locally here, too. Let's uh, go through the stories. Jen's got the first one. Well, a local one's coming after this because on Friday I told
0: you about escaped fugitive murder suspect Michael Charles Burnham. Remember, he was the guy oh, playing on right. the roof where the recreation yard was, had amassed all those sheets and blankets, tied him together. But was this the survivalist guy? Yeah, the survivalist oh, yeah. guy. Chopped through the fence, put the the blankets or whatever, the sheets, tied him together, jumped down. The guy said he looked like a spider going down the, the I don't know, the rope thing. Uh, he escaped, been gone for nine days. Yeah. Saturday, Uh-oh. some guy calls the police in Sinoongo Township in Warren County, Pennsylvania and Whoa. says... I think your guys in my backyard. Oh jeez. <laughs> so they did. They sent a drone up. He gets the drone gets a visual of the guy in the backyard. Gotta give the cops credit. They put up like a five mile radius. Yeah. In a big circle. And then they sent the guys in. And as they as they cornered dear old Michael Charles Burnham, he kept running. And running, and running. And by the way, he still had his prison oranges on. Okay. And he ran into this perimeter that had been set up by like 50 highway patrol guys just sitting there with guns. And he just gave himself up very quietly. Okay, this guy's supposed to be a survivor.
1: I was going to say, he's not very good at it. He keeps yeah. <laughs> his orange jumpsuit on. Well, yeah. And <laughs> he doesn't go into the woods where he obviously has a skill set. He goes into a backyard. It reminded yeah. you know, me yeah,
0: of the guy in the boat in Boston. Yeah, Remember exactly. the Boston bomber, that idiot? Out, he was hiding under the tarp. Yeah, this guy was just... And he just told the guy, he goes, oh, I'm camping out in the back. That's what he told the homeowner. And the homeowner's like looking at him going... And, and he had contact with civilians. Yeah, and yeah, how stupid is this guy? Well, he was probably pretty hungry at that point, and they said he looked really tired when they caught him. So, I got a feeling he's not. I think
4: his survivalist skills were kind of overplayed. I think they were too. I think he probably bragged about this, played himself up in the prison yard, and then people said, Oh, yeah, yeah, he's a big survivalist. And then in Barbie's house, he's a survivalist, but they caught him. (laughs) Well, there he goes. So,
0: (sighs) and we still don't know if he's had outside help, inside help though, but they do believe. Because he had like 50 sheets.
1: Well, he's going back in now. Yeah. Oops. (laughs) This is another thing that happened on Friday, I think it was, right when we were uh, during the show, actually. The NYPD and the bust of a mass murderer, they say, has developed into a new turn. How about this? NYPD now searching the suspected Gilgo Beach Killer's
4: childhood home. Oh, this has turned into quite the story over the weekend. Oh, my. Yeah. This guy is huge, too. Did you see him? Yeah, he's a 6'6". Six, six. He's a giant person. He's a big,
1: scary. And did you hear some of the comments from the neighbors now in Long Island that live to him, like, live next to him current day? Oh, no. One guy, one guy said he was, I saw him in the side yard, and he was chopping up some wood with an axe, which is kind of like, that's, that's not that untypical. You know what I mean? Right, that, yeah, that's totally fine. He goes, so I was walking by, and I said hi to him. And he held the axe and he stared at me. Oh, jeez. stop.
0: I like the fact that they're calling him Peter from Family Guy. Because he looks like Peter from Family Guy. Hey, Peter. So, So,
1: the New York Post has been all all over this because it's tabloidy. They're reporting a police source claimed that cops were going through the house, the childhood house, in hazmat suits and gloves on Saturday. Looking for evidence to see if the suspect may have kept trophies. Oh, oh god, that's no. disgusting. That's the postword for it. Now, yeah. if they're going through a childhood home, that means they think he started. Usually th- serial killers are born overnight. Yeah, they're thinking decades. Okay,
0: but Jeez. here's the thing. They they have yet to determine why did he stop in
1: 2011?
0: That's right, what I right, wanted to right. know. Right.
1: why does it yeah, or did he and, and he just got better at it? And
0: they, there are yeah, well, maybe he moved to a different area and they just haven't, you know, linked them together yet. That's creepy. Uh, all those hmm. girls were killed.
1: And he's an architect.
0: I know. Yeah.
2: <gasps> Alex, maybe, maybe. excuse me.
1: Huh? He always says he puts basements in homes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe there's well, a reason for it. And an underbasement. Rex Uriman charged with murdering three of those women that uh, were missing and has pleaded not guilty so far, but more charges coming, obviously. Man.
4: Well, I'm I'm, going to skip myself for you guys because I know we have Jay Ratliff coming up around 745-ish. That's right. So I don't want to go over, so I'll let you go, Jen. Go ahead. Really? Yes. The wait is over, South Florida. Were you there when they introduced
0: Lionel Messi? No. Yesterday to Miami? 20,000 people showed up at the stadium and then waited two hours because of a rain delay.
1: Yeah, they had to get, they exited out of the building, then they had to come back in. I
0: love the way the co-owner, Jorge Mas, looked at the bright side and said, oh, this is holy water. I'm like okay, that's a little bit much. That's anyway, much. <laughs> twenty thousand people waited just to meet or be introduced to Lionel Messi or Lionel,
1: however you pronounce it. It's a big deal for uh, Beckham was there. The whole league is celebrating it though, right? Because it means a lot for you know Major League Soccer for right. whoever he plays, and some of the not only the
4: home tickets but away game tickets are going for thousands
2: barely. That's He's, right.
4: He makes his debut on Friday, right? It's really cool for the for the South Florida. Like you said, just for you're gonna go to a, a game, whole, Mr. Soccer over there. I I plan on it. Okay, I'm gonna try. All right, yeah, and, yeah, and sure. if he gets fat,
1: we know it's because of the the Publix Pub subs. That's right. <laughs> Oh, we know wait, what happened. And Gotta the, the Pebbles those... Fruity fr- Fruit Loops. Too. That's right. I'm telling you, that's what the kid was buying. <laughs> uh, you know this already. Powerball is up to 900 million officially. That's what the billboard will tell you. We think it's more than that, though. And if it rolls over one more time, you're over a billion. Yeah, easily. Yeah. I think it's already there.
4: Yeah. They're that's sandbagging it. us. Well, I'll finish off with this quickly, guys. Yes. Wimbledon, since we're talking about sports. Jen's, Alcatraz won. Yeah, oh, Alcatraz. yeah, thank God. <laughs> Carlos, Boy, that other one had a meltdown. Yeah, Jen's favorite, Novak Djokovic. He he lost 23-time Grand Slam champion, seven-time Wimbledon winner. He was going for number 24, number 8 on Wimbledon, but lost in the fifth set. <laughs> Joking it's over It's a great there. match, though. It was an incredible match. They had a deuce, okay? Normally, a set might last like half hour, 45 minutes. They had a deuce that lasted 27 minutes. The whole match lasted four hours. They couldn't break hours, each
0: other. Four hours and 45 minutes of yeah. playing
1: tennis. Yeah. You know, it's kind of crazy. Wow. That men's tennis, they are so good now, it's almost too good. Does that sound weird? No, I know what you mean, though. You know but what I mean? It's, it's, it's almost like if like, the basketball, if the, the Nets were only like seven feet tall in the NBA. Right. You know what I mean? It's, you it's, would have to raise the net. Can they do something to, to men's tennis to make it more challenging? I
4: don't know if you can. It's just because they're it's, so... They're, they're
1: perfect now. They're
4: so good, and they're so evenly yeah. matched and so well-conditioned. You imagine just going back and forth in a 27-minute match, let alone one deuce. It's insane. And they played, for, like you said, Jen, for almost five hours, and Carlos Alcaraz, 20-year-old Spaniard, won his first uh, Wimbledon over... Arguably the greatest player of all time yesterday. I was more Djokovic. excited that Brad Pitt was in the audience. He I'm was. sorry. <laughs> Prince, Princess uh, oh, Kate, itch. Prince William, the kids were there. So it became like an endurance match, really. Yeah, it did. So it the really young was.
1: kid won it out. And then what's his classic. name?
0: Djokovic there, he went wild and smashed his
4: racket. Yeah, he gets a little temper sometimes. Uh, he smashed it. You know hard <laughs> it is to smash a tennis racket like that? That guy's my hero, though. He's great. I love after Joe the whole Mitch. COVID yeah, thing, I, I love him. I'm rooting for him at the U.S. Open. He's going to get to play finally after being banned for two or three years. Hope he cleans the mat with I, everybody. I'd love to see
1: that in September. All right, we've got uh, Diener said it there a minute ago because of our new uh, schedule. we got Flight 850, our aviation segment, coming up next with Ooh. Jay Ratliff. And it's a perfect time because we had all kinds of flight screw-ups over the weekend. It is perfect. That and more coming up next. The South Florida Morning
3: Show. Keep it here. Yes, it could take a couple of days uh, for everything to get back to where it needs to be. I mean... We had 11,560 flights yesterday that were impacted, delayed, or canceled. Most, wow. most of those delayed. But when you look at JetBlue in the Northeast, 78% of their operation impacted with either delay or canceled flight. American, 47%. Delta, 38%. United, 37%. And by airport by airport, because I like to break things down, Newark had 69% of their flights impacted yesterday. Kennedy, 67 you got Laguardia at 62, but even Dallas, which is nowhere near the Northeast,
2: yeah, where a lot right. of these
3: thunderstorms, 65% of their flights yesterday impacted, either being delayed or canceled. So, w- when you have that number of people that are inconvenienced, you have a lot of things. Delayed flights means that the aircraft that was supposed to be in at 11 o'clock last night didn't get in until 1:30. A lot of times, we, unless the, the crews on what we call a high-speed overnight, where they're on continuous duty. If they've got a rest period in there, that late arrival m- means the originating flight the next day, this morning, is going to be impacted with a delayed departure, which means every single segment that aircraft is scheduled for today is going to operate late. So you have a lot of problems that were imp- that are, were created by yesterday's mess that are going to take a couple of days to get everybody to their destination because, look, you got 150 people on average a flight, and let's say you had 500 flights that were impacted Uh, you're talking about trying to reaccommodate 75,000 people? Where are you going to put them? All the flights Mm are packed.
0: Yeah. Let me ask you a question. How about Chicago?
3: Didn't they have
1: tornadoes in Chicago? Chicago. That was a scary-looking scene.
3: They did. They did that day. And, uh, of course, it impacted the flight operations there for a period of time. Um, And when you have this kind of weather in the summer that can go any direction at any time, it's a very challenging time for airlines as they try to – uh, adjust now look you you have a hurricane coming you have a, a winter storm airlines know what to do they have plenty of time to prepare they can reroute passengers they can make sure that those silver revenue tubes are nowhere near the airports where some of those high winds or the inclement weather's going to be so they can they have time to prepare but when you have a lot of these thunderstorms like that hit Dallas and Houston or Miami uh, late in the day where it's going to impact operations for a couple of hours it becomes it becomes a even more of a challenge because now at the last minute you need to start adjusting things. And of course that's when a lot of mistakes are made with regards to, okay, we'll bring a crew in to make up this flight. Oh no, but the flight's two hours late. Well, they're gonna time out in three hours. We're gonna have to cancel the flight. Many times it makes airlines look like they don't know what they're doing, but a lot of times as things continue to pivot, a lot of the pre-planned activities that the airlines have from a flight control standpoint have to change. And uh, it's not that they're inept, although sometimes bad decisions are, in fact, made, but it leads to flight crews getting to airports that they weren't scheduled to be at, and the pilots and flight attendants don't have a room to stay. So a lot of times they've got to sleep overnight at the airport in time to catch the flight out the next day or go an hour away from the airport to a hotel that has availability, and all that does is delay the departure even further the next day. Jay, is
1: that going back to Chicago there and their scary-looking tornado you know, scene they were worried about, it looked to me like they put everybody, that's like airport workers, staff, everybody into the central terminal area. Like, does, yes. I'm sure every airport, including down here in South Florida, has that kind of contingency plan. Is that what they do? They just stuff everybody into the main concourse?
3: They have to. There's really no other place to put them. Now, if you're in Atlanta, hey, we've got all the underground places you can go to. Oh, through. yeah, right. There, right. So you, you've got that as an option. But, you know, one of the things that you're also worried about that is, yes, let's protect all the personnel first and foremost. But then you have the worries of the high, high winds yeah. and what that can do to impact aircraft damage. When you have flying debris that impacts an aircraft, you have a piece of ground equipment that the brakes fail and, and is shoved into an, an aircraft, then you're talking about a canceled flight. So one of the things that they're constantly doing is protect the the, the employees first, but then let's do what we can to protect, to make sure that everything is battened down, so to speak, on the ramp, because you don't want flying debris going around that's going to impact an aircraft that's going to cause a flight to be canceled. So there's a lot of, and then after the event, you have to do what we call runway inspections to make sure nothing has been blown onto the runway as far as foreign object debris that could get sucked into an engine. Uh, that would affect uh, landing or takeoff. So, before any of the flight activity resumes after that kind of event, there's a series of things from a checklist standpoint that the airport has to go through to make sure everything ever, is everything is as, as it needs to be, as safe as possible, so that we don't have any, shall we say, bad surprises once we resume operations. So that's one of the reasons. A lot of time when the storm passes, passengers get a little antsy because they're ready for things to get firing back onto all cylinders, but there's several things we have to do first before we're able to do that. Believe me, the airlines are ready to dispatch those airplanes as quickly as they can, but we've got certain procedures that have to be uh, followed before we're allowed to do that.
1: What would happen if you got, because it can come up on you quickly. I mean, they can't predict everything. What if they had a tornado warning while planes were already taxiing?
3: There are oh passengers
1: in the Silver that- Revenue tubes on the tarmac. What happens in that case?
3: That happens because then you're thinking, you know, somebody on there is going to think, gee, this is really a big mobile home on wheels, you know. <laughs> <And nothing happens laughs> good with, you know, so it, it, most of the time when they see weather that's coming in like that, uh, they'll just lock the brakes and then uh, j- just keep the airplane from moving. Wow. And there's been times where, you know, they, they get tossed around a bit and moved around. Nothing, fortunately, where we've had any serious injuries because of that. And a lot of times that's because they see the, the serious weather coming And a lot of times they'll delay the departures uh, to make sure that you don't have aircraft on the tarmac. But it happens. Look, I I was, uh, Sherry and I and the family were flying to Barcelona, Spain through Kennedy, and a thunderstorm came upon us at the last second and before we could take off. And the next thing we know, we were on the ground for three and a half hours before we could leave, letting that thunderstorm go through before we were able to take off.
1: Wow! Nuts! Absolutely nuts. nuts! Let's hope we unravel from uh, the latest version of these travel delays. But uh, Jay, thanks so much for uh, getting up early. Every we're gonna we've got a new time now for you. So every single Monday, well,
3: look, I, I, I start my segments at five oh five in the morning. So what? I'm on like my multiple cup well, of coffee. Well, we're not no, doing yeah. that. <laughs> but this is my favorite one on Monday. Believe me, I have a lot of fun with you guys, and it's—I don't care what time it is, we'll make it happen. Outstanding, well, thank sir. you,
1: thank you so much. We will. Uh, well, I guess we'll talk to you in a week this very same time. Then have a great one. You too, as well. All right, pal. 505? Who's, who's who's doing, doing segments doing of 505? Like, they must be tape. No, I don't know. He's talking to his European stations. I don't know. My goodness gracious. <laughs> All right, coming up next, we've got to. What's the latest on that uh, actor's writer's strike? doesn't look good. It's going to yeah. be a long, long time, apparently. Yeah, you better get used to reruns. And Tucker ended three presidential campaigns in West Palm yesterday. He just slayed him. <laughs> we'll tell you why. Coming up next, the South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. It's the South Florida Morning Show with Jennifer Ross and Bill Adams on News
3: Talk 850 WFTL.
4: Let's take another look at those winning numbers. Remember, there are multiple ways to win. We'll see you back here this Monday night. Bye oh,
1: everybody. yes, you will. Powerball mm-hmm. man.
0: 900 million bucks. I think they're sandbagging us, though.
1: Oh, yeah. Hey, it only went up that.
0: 25 million. No. please. No. <laughs> I don't believe a word they're saying. Don't
1: you trust those billboards? Yeah,
0: I want my billion dollars now. But so. <laughs> if it
1: rolls over again tonight,
0: yeah, then it'll hey, be you a got billion. billion. Yeah, $900 million. Nice. No one's won since April. Three months. It coincided with the Bud Light thing. Isn't that amazing? <laughs> Maybe that's where all the money's coming from. All the money that Bud Light lost is going <laughs> in the lottery. Well, Powerball's going up, and Bud Light's still going down. Still going down, 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 down.
1: Well, this is the, uh, in a, you know, it's, it's this this season, but the biggest thing that happened over the weekend news-wise, because everybody's covered it, was what happened right down the street from us at the Palm Beach County Convention Center. That turning point thing turned into a, it was a bit of a game changer for a lot of campaigns.
0: Well, but you just look at the, the political power that was inside that hall, and these are for young kids. You know, a lot of these kids are high school kids.
1: They're not even in college yet. Yeah, <laughs> get that's to, true.
0: And they get to meet all of these candidates. And then and the it,
1: crowd, you know, then general admission for the crowd. Did you see the line people waiting outside of that thing for hours in yeah, that heat? I just,
0: a lot of older folks were there. Yeah, I give them credit for hanging oh. out. But boy, oh boy. It, it was quite the audience. I mean, it was quite the panel, though. I mean, everybody that was anybody, with the exception of our
1: governor, was there. But you had, I, I mean, I don't, it, it still would have been impactful, I guess, just because of the names that were there and what they were saying. But the guy that turned this into something to pay attention to was this
2: no 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 but if i could make some general observations which i think are more edifying than just like savaging mike pence um i i think
0: (laughs) that laugh kills me mike he was tucker carlson was having the time of his life yeah who would have thought that tucker was great in front of an audience You know, he seems to be such
1: a a recluse at times. He was so good. And he comes out to a standing ovation. People went nuts because this is after he had already done the panel interviews. Right. Standing ovation. He goes, he goes, (laughs) fired guys (laughs) usually don't get that kind of response. (laughs) This was the Pence thing, and it's long, but you have to listen to it. And this is why Tucker is so good. He just couldn't listen to it anymore. Pence is done. I mean, he's not only done in this campaign for this presidential run, he's done. I don't know what he's going to do from this. Maybe Walmart's hiring, but my Could tense be. is over. This is, uh, this is how it all went down. But
2: now they're saying maybe January we'll let somebody transfer some jets. I'm sorry, Mr. Vice President. Have you, uh, I know you're running for president. You are, distra- you. You are distressed notice. that the Ukrainians don't have enough American tanks. Every city in the United States has become much worse over the past three years. Drive around, there's not one city that's gotten better in the United States, and it's visible. Our economy has degraded, the suicide rate has jumped, public filth and disorder and crime have exponentially increased, and yet,
3: Uh, misunderstand?
0: Misunderstand yeah. the question? No,
1: he did. I'm no. I'm no Mike Pence apologist, but it is getting a little carried away here. What he's trying to say is that he's not trying to say America is not my concern. That it, that angle you're taking is not my concern. I get yeah, you. But it was. He said it twice and, and doubled down, and it was
0: terrible. Yeah, and it makes it sound like he could give a crap about America. Oh, that I'm more was,
1: concerned about what's going on in Ukraine. It was just awful. It's and like, he was oh. also. So here's the other thing too. He was also abrasive. Because thank you. And he wouldn't look at Tucker. Well, and I think overall, was, it was just terrible. I think he was trying to be funny
0: when he said, thanks for noticing you uh, yeah, know, I, about me running for president. He's, I guess. He's I, got uh, no sense of humor. No, he's, he doesn't. No, no.
1: He's, he's tough. He's he's no Trump. I'm kind of a big deal, too, you know. Remember that one? Oh, that's right. The other guy that made a massive impact was the Schwam, Ramaswamy.
0: I, you know what? I We've always said we like the guy. He's young.
1: He's bright. He's, he's unbought. It's a good word for it. You're right. And now, does that mean in the future we're just going to have billionaires running? Yeah, unfortunately. But the good news is, there goes special interests. They're out. He said it again. He goes, I'm going to wipe out the CIA." The DEA, the the FBI, I'm just gonna get rid of them. <laughs> but you think
0: about it, when Trump first came down that golden escalator, oh, yeah. that was his big deal. I can't be bought. Right. I'm gonna use my own money for my campaign. I don't care about, you know, what big farmers doing or the, the big three automakers or this automaker or that, you know, special interest group. I don't want their money. Because they're not gonna influence me. And that's and that's what the Schwam's doing. He's a young Donald Trump.
1: And I gotta tell you, I, I didn't know what kind of it's not like he has big rallies or anything. He does a lot of speeches and interviews. I didn't know what kind of response he would get. He had an after party. <gasps> after you know, party? An after party. And if I didn't tell you this was Vivek Ramaswamy, who would you have thought this kind of response was?
2: For USA, for USA, for USA,
1: for USA. Oh, I would have definitely said Trump. Tell me that's not Trump crowd energy. Wow. And that was for the Schwab. As he's walking in, high-fiving people, having a great time, <laughs> young, energetic, great
0: ideas. Yeah. yeah. It's, and the thing with him is, he's young. He's young. I think people are tired of old men running for the presidency. This
1: might be the last old guy. Uh, President. President. You're right. Yeah.
0: You're right. The next one's going to be 40-ish. Yep. I think so. Yeah. Maybe him. I don't yeah. know. It's it's People are ready for young. They want new faces. They want new life brought into the White House.
1: We're not going to have uh, new content on TV and the silver screen anytime soon, according to studio execs. They think wow. this strike is going to go past Christmas. This is amazing. I know.
0: And it's already affected so many things already. I was like, really? It just started. And they're talking about major films have been put on hold already. So enjoy Barbie and what else is coming out? Uh, Oppenheimer. Yeah. Do they open Wednesday or Thursday? I think they're both Thursday. So I don't they, know. They they're both out, good. They come out this week. So enjoy those and maybe a couple of others. But they're talking about like, okay, Mission Impossible Part 2 already mm-hmm. put on hold. They're saying even some movies that were slated to come out next year may not come out next year.
1: It's the problem, and they're all digging in, too. It's current. Like, you heard Bob Iger on Friday. We had that audio for you where he said, they're being ridiculous. Yeah. So so Disney's ready to fight. The actors and writers are ready to fight. Remember Barry Diller, that studio executive? Well, that was a long time ago. A long time ago, but he says this.
3: If, in fact, it doesn't get settled until Christmas or so, then next year there's not going to be many programs for anybody to watch.
0: Wow.
1: It's not the Next world's year? worst news. I mean, there are worse things happening in the world, but it'd be kind of a bummer. Yeah, all right, catch I'm,
0: up on stuff you didn't get to watch yet. Well, and, and just think, of sh- like Stranger Things, we're all waiting for season five. We're going to be waiting a long time now. These kids are going to be like in college. <laughs> they're going to be parents they're, by the time they come yeah, back. You're going to be 30. <laughs> Jeez. I know. That's, it's not good, but they say Gladiator 2, uh, the Mission Impossible movie, This Is Us, big show, all on hold. Forget about it. So what uh-huh. you have is what you get. But don't worry, you guys have your bluey to look at.
1: That's right. It's not <laughs> not a kid's show. Bluey's awesome. Okay. Keep watching your bluey. I'm telling you. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> Who won the box office? Speaking of entertainment, uh, second place is what the story is. Kind of amazing. And where Indiana Jones is is even a bigger story. Yeah, falling off the face of the planet. <laughs> Indiana Jones and the Lost Movie. That's the next one.
0: <laughs> Poor Indy.
1: We had that coming up. And uh, interesting development of that New York ser- serial killer, what the cops are looking at now. Did this, you follow any of this? Yeah. oh, you kidding me? I read every single uh, thing about this guy. He's probably, a creeper. It's probably a bad sign when they're looking at a serial ki- Alleged. Serial killers childhood home now. They're probably looking for like animal bodies oh, cuz that's how they start. All right, then more. Coming up next, the self loader morning show. Keep it here. Well, we can't start off this segment with death and destruction on a Monday, so we'll just talk about Powerball first. <laughs> 900 million dollars.
0: Do you really think do you really think it's only 900 million? No. Well, the people that are buying tickets bet you about 940. I think it's even higher. Billion? Yeah. I think it's already a billion. They just didn't want to show how their billboards aren't ready to handle a billion again. (laughs) (laughs) They figured they'd postpone it for a while.
1: They're leaning towards the (laughs) Powerball side. But don't
0: forget, I mean, that's 900 million. As it stands right now, it's 900 million. But tomorrow night's Mega Millions, that's quietly creeping up at 640. Oh, yeah. But it's funny because no one really pays attention to Mega Millions. It's like, eh. It's It's not the headliner? Second fiddle. Forget
1: about it. (laughs) I'm well, like, holy cow. Powerball is Trump and Mega Millions is DeSantis right at this point. <laughs>
0: that's about it. That's, that's, that's about it. You're right. All right. This is,
1: I don't usually pay too much attention to these stories, but this is too creepy to ignore. So, uh, the New York, the Long Island serial killer story, the guy that they caught that they're pretty sure has been wanted for, I mean, over a decade now, they've been looking for this Rex Heuerman. Yeah. Get this update. This is from today. The NYPD's searching the suspect's Gilgo Beach killer's childhood home now. Great. You, when you have a childhood home of a serial killer and they're searching that, maybe it was going on longer than anybody thought. Well, if, you fo- if, you, if he follows the, the
0: profile of a typical serial killer, they just don't start killing people. They usually start maiming and killing animals. And then they progress into people, unfortunately. It's always the same pattern. And it's always because of a weird childhood, so they say. So yeah, I Jen. bet you they're looking at everything.
1: What if they find more than animal carcasses? Well,
0: they might. They may yeah. very well. Now no. they're searching storage units that this guy had. Because oh, my God. I, again, my question always was, was why did he stop killing in 2011? You know, That was a long time ago. And, and f- from then till today, this guy killed, allegedly killed, they got him for three, but he allegedly killed 11 to 12 prostitutes who think he stopped. And if he did stop, why did he stop? He was never arrested. Exactly. All of a sudden, it went cold for a while. Maybe he just got better at what he does. It could very well be. Or he moved parts. You know, he went somewhere else. And they just haven't linked the two together.
1: Architect Rex Uriman, by the way, officially now, and they're they're expected to increase these, but he's charged with murdering three of those women and has pleaded not guilty so far. They they scooped him up uh, near his office in Manhattan, but... While that was happening, they swarmed his home on Long Island.
0: Yeah, and they said the reason they arrested him on Thursday night near his office in Manhattan is because he had a bunch of burner phones and was still calling hookers. And he was still prowling. So they thought—they've been watching him for months. Yeah, they
1: have. So yeah. they
0: thought he was going to go kill somebody else. So that's why they arrested him, and then they swooped into his home. But I, the first thing I thought about was, oh, my God, his wife and his kids. Yeah, he does have a family, yeah, right? Yeah, he's got a wife, a stepson, and a, a daughter. And I'm thinking they were probably totally blindsided by all of this. Mm. You know, it was like Ted Bundy's girlfriend. He had no idea. Right. You know, so she said. But it's come on. What's this guy been doing over the past 13 years? He's creepy. And then in one of the cases, he still had one of the girls that he killed her cell phone. And he was calling the family (laughs) and and telling them horrible things. So now the question is, why did it take the cops so long to catch this guy? When you had all this information. Just two weeks ago, some girl said she was at some park getting ready to go on a trail ride. And all of a sudden, he pops out of the woods and starts talking to her. She goes, he creeped me out, so I left. Thank God she left. you would probably be dead.
1: This guy's a monster, man.
0: Yeah. Plus, he's a monster physically.
1: He's like 6'6", six, six, they said. Yeah, he didn't, he's I a didn't, monster I didn't monster. get that from the original uh, police video they had.
0: They said one of the guys... They, the John uh, of one of the girls that was killed uh-huh. said, or one of the, he's a pimp, I guess. Told the cops years ago, this you need to look for a monster of a man, and he drives a Chevy Avalanche. It's a black Chevy. He told him what car it was. He told him what the guy looked like, and he goes. So now he's asking. This is the pimp. He's asking why did it take it thirteen years to catch this guy. Oof. We told you what he looked like yeah. years ago.
1: There's a lot of heat coming down to the police investigation on this now. They say, you know, they're calling them the bumbling cops who had all kinds of clues. Yeah, but then
0: again, then other people say it was because it was prostitutes that right. were killed. So right. they kind of like put it on the back burner. That's why the minute the captain there, when he came out, that lead detective said, This is to prove to you that we never let this case rest. That was probably because all yeah. the backlash they've been getting. I'm sure. But I get a feeling this guy's killed other people. He's creepy they're all creepy.
1: And uh, other news, boy, not only nasty weather, the, the the heat index that we've had throughout the entire country throughout most of the summer now, and that's not just in the deep south. This has been crazy. And in fact, when it affects a guy like Jason Aldean, the country wow. star on stage, think right. of how many hot, sweaty bars and clubs he's played. Wow. He's never had to leave a show, not only, you know, mid-show, mid-song before because he had a heat stroke. That's horrible.
0: And, you know, the problem with the heat stroke is you don't realize you have heat stroke until it, like, hits you instantly. Just hit you, and it yeah, just it can't hits you. can't recover. Yeah, and it, and it's, like, usually fall and you pass out, and unfortunately, in many cases, you die. But and, fortunately, they got him off the stage. You'd
1: figure, well, this was Georgia, Texas, yeah. you know, Arizona Phoenix. somewhere. <laughs> nope, Hartford, Connecticut. Wow. Was he dehydrated? Dehydrated. It was incredibly had to be. hot. It's been incredibly hot and humid throughout the wow. entire Northeast, and it certainly affected him. This is what he said about it afterwards. He's going to be fine. By the way,
4: Uh, I don't think it was quite that serious, but um, it was uh, it was it was pretty intense last night at the show. Anybody that was at the show knows how hot it was, and uh, I don't know. Something just kind of I knew it was coming. I was trying to get through as much of the show as as I could.
2: That's scary.
4: How do you like that?
0: Phoenix, Arizona, by the way, 118 degrees. They woke up yesterday. It was 95. That was their wake up temperature. In Death Valley, it was 120, I think they said. Granted, it's Death Valley, and that's the reason it's called Death Valley, but it's still pretty warm. Vegas, I think was 117. That's hot. that's hot. When they talked to some kid in Phoenix, he says, you know when you open up the oven and it's like 400 and you're standing and in front of it? it? He said, think of that all the way around your body. <laughs> I was like, boy, that's a great analogy. He said, you, you just open the oven and it's all around you.
1: Lorna and I were in Phoenix one weekend. Years ago, we stayed in Scottsdale, but we're leaving. The, all I heard all weekend long, people complaining about the humidity. And I'm like, I just kept on hearing it in passing, like at a pool area or, you know, you're out in the street. I finally at the airport, and somebody was complaining about the humidity. I finally said, okay, how humid is it around here? He goes, well... <laughs> It got up to nine percent the other day. <laughs> I'm like, oh I, I don't mean to tell you I'm going to Florida where it's a swamp. <laughs> but you know what? You get used
0: to the swamp and then you go to weather like Phoenix and your skin dries out and starts cracking like, you know, dried clay. It's <laughs> like, like a oh lizard. my God. It's like, give me moisturizer. God. Right. Please.
1: God. It's and, horrible. And there were all kinds of we were just talking to Jay Ratliff, our aviation expert, about this, but uh, not only, you know, the hot weather, but it was just nasty. Weather that caused this really, this time it really was the weather causing all kinds of flight cancellations and delays. 1,400 flights were affected on Sunday. So if you were affected, it's going to take a while to unravel from that, but it will happen throughout the day.
0: Yeah, uh, surprisingly, you said JetBlue was one of the worst ones hit. Hmm. And I think it was probably because New England, it was LaGuardia, Kennedy, and Newark airports that were hit the hardest. And those, I think those are all hubs for JetBlue, or at least two of them are. New England, for most of yesterday, had a tornado warning. I've, you know what? In all my life of living in New England, I've never heard of a tornado. I, I hadn't. No. Ever. No. You know, hurricanes, maybe.
1: Blizzards, yes. Tornadoes, no. And the weekend of travel started with that... Independence Day looking cloud at O'Hare Airport in Chicago yeah. where they stuffed everybody inside.
0: Didn't it look like one of the ships that was, was coming in? It looked like it landed. <laughs> it was like, oh my God. It was it's going to start dropping little drones out now and attacking. <laughs> I know. It's like, holy cow.
1: I'm sure people at that airport were like, take us with you. I know. Put me in Get <laughs> us out of here. Okay, please. Anything. <laughs> All right. We've got rapid fire again coming up in just a couple of minutes. Just a couple of minutes past the bottom of the hour. We'll update you on the stories you need to know. Some you don't need to know. But yeah, it's we're all in you, there. We're
0: going to tell you about them anyway. <laughs>
1: yeah, that's right. Oh, we'll get to the box office, too. I forgot to mention that. Oh, Because so what came in second place was quite a story. All right, then more coming up next, the South Florida Morning
4: Show. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all.
1: Time for Jen and Bill's Rapid Fire on News Talk 850 WFTL. Let's catch you up, get you in the know with what's going on around the world. Jen's got the first
0: story. Okay, this kind of affects my backyard, Dina, yours too, but I thought I would share because I have been waiting for this. Really? I want to see this happen and I want to see the reaction specifically through downtown Stewart. In downtown oh. Hope Sound, paved roads? No, no. <laughs>
1: <laughs> grocery throw, stores. Can
0: I throw something at? Oh, shut up over there! <laughs> grocery <bizzle>.
1: stores. <laughs> Electricity. Bright lines
0: testing. It's high speed trains through yes. Martin County this week. Hot, that's uh. Wednesday and Thursday. Wow, that's probably the only holdup. Yeah, 6 to 6, by the way. They're going to be running at 110 miles an hour. Now, now at all of these intersections, uh, they're going to have, you know, the, the, all the lights and whistles, obviously, but they're going to have cops, probably 10 cops at each intersection to make sure people are not going to get killed. But if you've... Okay, go to Hope Sound. Go to yes. Bridge Road. It, 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 like, there's Bridge Road, there's little Dixie Highway, and then there's the railroad tracks, and this thing's going to come flying through you go to downtown Stewart, it's right through the downtown city. That's what I was
1: wondering, yeah. I don't know how they're gonna
0: what? Confusion Corner is gonna be Deadly Corner that's, for sure. That's it's already been confusing fright. and then it goes
1: it's gonna blow right through there. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's gonna be crazy to see how this works. Did but. they it's been a while since I've been there. did they Build up the tracks near it at all, or do they do any sort of like infrastructure changes to I know make it safe? I, I have not seen downtown Stewart,
0: so I cannot speak of that. I would assume as such because they rebuilt the whole track system, right. at least through that the part it. that I've seen in Hobe Sound. Because I cross it all the time because Nora's preschool's there, uh-huh. and I gotta go pick her up. So, and I see the tracks, I saw the tracks being built, but still. It's just a regular railroad track, and it's got signs that says, hey, high-speed yeah. train's coming. <laughs> you know, when you see the lights on, don't go. It's going to be interesting to see how this affects things. But it's Salerno Road, Indian Street, Monterey, Cove, State Road A1A. Be prepared, people. It's coming this week, Wednesday and Thursday. But you can't stop progress.
1: No. Got to get that train rolling. They, they better lower those prices, though. <laughs> oh, that, yes. That's, that's, that's going to be a big issue. The prices that you're talking about so far, what we're talking about, from let's say here, or let's say like Boca or West Palm to Orlando, <laughs> it's yeah. You're it's gonna, like a buck eighty away, isn't it? You're gonna have to find a Groupon for that. Yeah, one. Yeah, exactly. I know. It's but man, not- the, the market will decide what people want to do. We shall see what know. happens. But just
0: be careful near the railroad tracks. Don't try to beat the don't, train. That,
1: that's the main thing. Don't try to beat it. You can't beat that no, train. No, no, no. Well, nothing was gonna beat Mission Impossible. Uh, dun, dun, at the Dead Reckoning, part one at the box office. Tom Cruise's thriller made about uh, 70, 75 million bucks. Number one, obviously, as expected. Number two was the story, though. A lot of reports, you know, and this is early so far, are saying that The Sound of Freedom came in second place. Yeah, they said it made $25 million. That's a lot of money. On top of did they talk about 50 million for the opening? I
0: think it was it's all so far that it's made like 70 million dollars. Yeah, that's
1: and, a big deal. Now keep in mind too that there's a lot of free showings and I think that Angel Studios that produce Sound of Freedom Yeah, is still offering, you know, just to get the word out there about it. They're offering free tickets online. And I know it was shown at Turning Point it, Conference this weekend. And it, Trump shown it is it this weekend? I think so. It was it this weekend at, at Bedminster. He so, showed it. You know, imagine how many more of I don't know, at least thousands of dollars it would have made.
0: Right. You know, If they didn't have free tickets. At local events. A mutual friend of ours who used to be in radio, not anymore,
4: saw it and she, she said it was a life-changing experience. Yeah. It is for a lot of people. When you don't know about that stuff, right. we know about it. Right. Because we deal in what we deal in. So we, we know about the stuff they talk about in that movie. A lot, a lot of people, the vast majority of the populace do not know what happens and how it yeah, happens right. and that's why that movie is so important i can't i still haven't seen it yet i want to i'm kind of gearing myself up
1: for it cuz i know it's it's going to be tough to get through but yeah. it's
4: important Yes. So what we do every day is try
1: to spread the message about it, because it's incredible that this movie even exists.
0: And it's all about child trafficking. Yep. And this one man left Homeland Security. Tim Ballard, and his yeah. wife, yeah, started their own organization and set up traps to catch all these creepers around the globe.
1: And by the way, Tim Ballard also spoke in West Palm this weekend at the conference. Yeah. So
4: he was here, too. Oh, I bet you he was a huge yeah. hit. Boy, I'm glad. It's just amazing. Well, I mean, you know God bless guys like that and Tim Cavizio for... Taking, this isn't just a role that he acted in. He's yeah. taking on this fight as well. Yeah, and then when so, you learn that there were real stories, like this really uh, happened. Right. Ugh. Goodness. So some tough news on uh, a different end of the spectrum. Home insurance. Oh, God. Again. Oh, what? No. Don't even, I just got whacked. Well, ours is coming up September. It's now... It's horrible. You know, we talked about farmers, I think, a few weeks ago. Yeah, they're gone. Yeah, but
0: now the state's going after them, because they're supposed to give you, like, a 120-day notice that they're leaving, and they just left these people
4: high and dry. You can't leave. Well, now reports over the weekend say that AAA Home Insurance, which I didn't know they did that. Am I silly for not knowing that? Uh, No, I didn't know either. I didn't either. That they're going to be issuing non-renewals for a select number of homeowners in Florida. And, of course, like we said, this comes after farmers announced that they're not going to be sticking around. But like you said, Jen, you know, we'll see what happens there. But now they just add AAA to the list of names that continue to leave the state. They say it's because of inflation, excessive litigation, and last year's hurricane season. Great. that the, uh, They're decided still trying to, uh, to uh, rebuild
0: the West Coast, by the way. Yeah. I mean, they still oh, yeah. got serious problems over there. So it's
4: it's it's tough. Hmm. It's like California. Look at California. The same insurance companies have all left California as well. Well, and what's bad, too, is, you know, citizens insurance is, you know, taking on a lot of people, and they're going to raise rates because everybody else is leaving. Well, they're going to have to. They're right. the insurer of last resort. Right.
0: But at the same token, they only insure you up to $250,000. Right. So if you get a $400,000 home, the rest is on you. Yeah. It's not good. Okay. I'll give you a choice here. Steph Curry or father of the year? Uh, uh Steph Curry. Steph Curry, yeah, I didn't know the guy could play golf.
1: He's, he's
0: unbelievable. Oh, is he like super athlete? He's just a,
1: of a different planet.
0: It was the American amazing. Century Championship. It was in Lake Tahoe, Nevada. Do you have the sound of this, by the way?
1: I do have some sound on that. Go ahead. I'll on find
0: Saturday, it. he made a hole in one. Yeah. It's okay, ridiculous. so <laughs> you see when he makes it, you know, you the announcers like, okay, he's teeing up and he hits it. And they—they they all of a sudden you hear him go, it goes in. Steph Curry goes ballistic. And he runs, the throws everything up in the air, and he runs the entire way from the tee to the green. And and people we are like, he's not going to stop until like he gets to Nevada. <laughs> Kept on going. <laughs> Just keep
4: going.
1: Just keep on going until he gets to Vegas. His caddies, though, got smart. They ran with him for a little while, then they're like, okay, we'll see you in the club. <laughs> he was flying, <laughs> he but was. he was so
0: excited. He ended up winning, I guess, the tournament. He but did.
1: He got a hole in one. Here's the uh, sound, in fact. And it's obvious he can really play.
3: Boy, this is right at it if it gets there. How about that? Right in.
4: And there he goes. There he goes. <laughs> he's, <going. laughs> he's running down that par three. He's so, it so t- happy. I was like, that is so cool to see. What so a good for him. He's just one of those guys, one of those freaks of nature that is just really good at everything he does. He's unbelievable. Has yeah. he
0: played in that that tournament like Brady did one year with Peyton Manning? What Nobody is it called? should. He should if he's that
1: good. Has he? No. The oh, match? He did, did the, the match, match, actually. Oh, he did do the match? Yeah. Oh. Did he
4: win? No, his team lost. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Now he's a bum. I know. It's like, wow, what happened They were to win. I blame Clay Thompson. (laughs) He was the
1: uh, albatross in that one. All right, here's the crazy, crazy story. Uh, I guess the craziest story is that that Long Island serial killer, but this one is insane, too. What the heck happened with this? A 25-year-old Hoover, Alabama woman who disappeared Thursday night after calling 911 from an Alabama highway has been found alive. That's the good news, Right. Right. The police say Carly Russell returned home alone late Saturday. was taken to a hospital for evaluation. They're not saying what happened to her. She called 911 Thursday night to report a child wandering alone. Police get there, they find her red Mercedes running on an interstate. It's just by the side of the road, running near Birmingham. Some of her stuffs on the ground, including her phone. Hmm. They haven't received any calls whatsoever about a missing child. So she calls in about a child wandering in the highway. But she's trying to say they go up. All of a sudden, she's gone. And then she disappears for a couple of days, and now she's been found home alone and no information of the child she was talking about.
0: What is, what? I think she's lost it, is what happened. And she might have had a breakdown. Weren't there other witnesses saying there was a man near her or Yeah, something? they said somebody saw a man near her car. But said her boyfriend said she just showed up on her own Saturday night, came walking into the house. After like half of the county was looking for her. I, I, that's the weirdest story ever.
4: It's, I think something's a little astray. Yeah, there. very strange. I think she There's some details missing there. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I don't know. But unfortunately, she's okay. Unfortunately, oh. they haven't found a, a missing child. Yeah, exactly. which exactly. Yeah. the best part.
1: That's the big part, right?
4: I'll finish off with this guy. He's a little lighthearted. Do you remember from the NFL draft the quarterback Will Levis from Kentucky? Oh yeah. He was left. He was one of the guys that was left in the green room. Oh, he kept, to, he
0: kept on getting passed over. That guy. You yes. go to Tennessee.
4: He ended up going yeah. to Tennessee, like in the second round. On the next day, didn't come back. Watched it from home on the second day. Poor thing. Well, one of the people that uh, you know a lot of viewers noticed was his girlfriend. Yeah, <laughs> you remember she was sitting there. Very pretty very, girl. Very pretty girl. And they kept showing her while they were showing him for obvious reasons. Well, now it turns out that she, because of going viral on draft night, she's actually signed a deal with Burger King. Excellent. And she's left him. <laughs> no, uh, oh, okay. <laughs> <Not yet. laughs> she might be making more money than him now. But she's signed an endorsement deal with Burger King. It's and quite great good for her. Double her followers on social oh, media. I think it's great. It's incredible just because she
0: sat yeah. there and got noticed by the cameras. Okay, speaking of women getting noticed because of their husbands, that stupid quarterback show. Oh, yeah. And I watched the Did first. You watch it? I yeah, haven't the seen it. The first it. 10 minutes of that Uh-oh. idiot's
1: wife. Uh-oh. Mahomes, you don't uh, like oh his wife. Oh, my God. She's a jerk. <laughs> so Will Levis' uh, girlfriend there. W- at one time, you know, because they kept going back to her. His draft stock is falling, 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 falling. She's sitting by his side, and she finally turns, and she was completely auto yes. She goes, all right, I have to pee. <laughs> 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 and she
4: She was poor just all. Auto- thing. <laughs> and he keeps like, checking his phone. Yeah. Oh, poor thing. I know. But hey, I guess it worked out for that matter. So good for them. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs)
1: All right, we've got uh, one more wrap up from the Turning Point Conference in uh, West Palm over the weekend. I think a lot of camp, I think some campaigns rose and some just fell apart. And we're going to tell you about the father of the year. All right. Oh, that's right, man. I was curious. Is it Diener? No. Okay. (laughs) And more coming up next the South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here.
2: You have some very talented people. I've been impressed by some of them. Some of them I'm very friendly with, actually.
1: <laughs> uh oh. Here's the Trumpster speaking to one of our favorites, Maria Borderomo. I think she was in town over the weekend too, then, wasn't she?
0: It looked like it was a pretty nice setting. Was he at, at Mar a Lago? Yeah, they could have been. I'm not too sure. It looked like it was pretty nice, so it's was but like, the,
1: okay. The question prompt was this. She said, "You know, if it ever it hasn't happened yet, but are you concerned at all if Ron DeSantis starts to cut into your lead?" He goes, "That's not happening, Maria. It's not happening. Goes, I think people are cutting into his lead. Oh, could be?" And he started talking about some of the other candidates, and I think I think it's shaken down where you kind of get a feel for who the future of this thing is. Yeah, DeSantis is going to be a big part of that. You know who else is? The Schwam, yeah. Vivek Ramaswamy. He got a huge at the Turning Point. Oh my convention. God, they love this guy. I mean, if if I didn't tell you this was his response at his after party at the turning point thing in West Palm. Who do you think would have gotten this kind of response? USA! USA! Right? Wow. That's a that's a Trump crowd that, right there. Trump, I thought it was Trump. That's Trump crowd energy right there. Wow.
0: Well, you know, Trump did say, he he goes, you know, there are a lot of people there that uh, I looked at as possible running mates right. and as cabinet members. Well, well, maybe he puts them, like, he, he gets rid of Janet Yellen and puts uh, the Schwam in, as uh, the finance secretary, the
1: treasury secretary, It'd be awesome. I'd love to see him do something. That guy is, boy, he's not afraid either. He's just, listen to what he said at his part of the speech in West Palm. He's just, he's got to get rid of all these agencies once I'm done.
0: <laughs> not this bureaucracy, the deep state, the administrative state that runs the show today. And that is why I've said that we're not just going to reform these agencies. When these agencies from the Department of Education, to the FBI, to the ATF, to the IRS shouldn't
1: have never existed in the first place. We will not just reform them, we will shut them down. Wow. Okay. Well, yeah, I think look, you need the IRS. Well, yeah, you know. <laughs> I don't want to get rid of I just want to reform them, rein yeah, yeah. them in a little. But you just want to get
0: rid of them. Well, you know what he's right about the FDA. You look at, you know, you look at how many people who have money, unfortunately, it's it's not for the the masses. That when something
1: seriously goes wrong health-wise, the first thing they do is get on a plane and go to Europe. Yeah, very much. They have their own, you know, they're on a, here's a guy that probably has, listen, he does, he's not on the health plan. You know what I mean? Right. He's got his own specialty concierge health service. He's He's got them a kind of money, but he still gets it. He's still worked his way up. He's yeah. lived it. He, you know, he's got a family. Yeah, so, and he's smart. He's another
0: one not bought by big businesses or he's big not. farmer or anybody else. He's got no special investors.
1: So it's his money. He's He's a young Donald Trump. I think he really helped himself this weekend. Uh, Tucker had a great weekend just being him. And Mike Pence, Asa Hutchinson, and I hate to say it, I think Tim Scott, they're done. Unfortunately, I like Tim Scott. I know unless he unless Trump wants him as VP, but yeah, he didn't have a good answer in he Ukraine. Would, he would
0: be a good choice, but I think we're going to see the Schwam for years to come when Trump right. wins. I think so. You know, it's it's funny to to lighten things up. Just how much time do we have? Okay, thirty seconds. I thought of both of you doing this. Family in New Jersey almost had their big trip to Disney World canceled because their flight. Got canceled. Uh And they told him it was going to be two days Uh before they could get the family back on. Pressure. Dad to the rescue. Now, he wasn't going on the trip because of work. He said, stay where you are. They're all at the airport. He drives to the airport. Again, New Jersey. Picks up his family. Drives them 17 hours straight to Orlando. Drops them off. Goes back home. And misses one day of work. And the family made it on their trip. That's right. That is father of the year. All right.
1: Yeah, because he said, I'm going to get some
0: alone time. I'm not going to (laughs) lose out on
3: this.
0: (laughs) And we're not losing out on skedaddling early. We're out of here. Brian Kilmeade's up next. Thanks for joining us. We'll be back tomorrow morning at 6.